0: There, mateys, it be me, Captain Chessbeard. And I wanted to start this 81st episode of the Tuesday Night Podcast with a few here announcements. If you'd be interested in a fascinating Hollow Wicked Weekend time with Alan Gearding, then tickets for his annual Castle event become available this July 25th. Check it out on TuesdayNightGames.com or Ravenwood Castle. That's where it takes place, you see. Also, The Gen Con Show be coming up And if you want tickets to the live event They be going You can now reserve your tickets on the Gen Con site Or also check us out at (laughs) TuesdayNightGames.com And last but never least There still be tickets left For the Shut Up and Sit Down Expo Named Shucks Go there and you may see Alan Yarding live in fact, there'll be a live recording of an episode there of this here podcast. But enough about the land loving business. Let's get on with this episode starring the Irish Englishman, uh, Michael Fox. <laughs> yeah!
1: And this is the Tuesday Night Podcast. This is episode 81. Strange, interesting fact about me, number 24. I've never been to Ireland. Which brings me to the featured guest of this episode, Michael Fox.
2: Man, I should get sort of like a couch hidden in the back somewhere, the amount of times I've been on this show. Just like permanently there.
1: Yeah, I think this is your third official time on the show
2: I'm delighted to be back once again to hawk my myself and my wares, as it were, like some sort of common peddler. You are welcome back
1: anytime because <laughs> Thanks, I dude. know this is true. I tell you, every time you're on the show, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. I mean, I'd be alive, but I wouldn't have this show <laughs> if it wasn't for the inspiration you provided. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, the Little Middle Dog Show changed my life, man. Your show changed my life. But in today's episode, what we're going to do is we're going to have a nice conversation, a nice chat, if you will. And I want to hear the story of how you've gone through the circle of life where you started in Ireland, went to England, did a whole bunch of stuff in the gaming industry, and it's brought you full circle back to your birthright, (laughs) Ireland.
2: (laughs) Man, you make it sound like I've been on this sort of lifelong quest to just travel the world.
1: Dude, don't downplay it. You have been. (laughs) I think your story is fascinating and we're going to get into it. You're on here for a specific reason. You're here to tell us about a Kickstarter. What do you want? It you want to talk about your story, or should we talk about the upcoming exciting Kickstarter?
2: Well, the the upcoming exciting Kickstarter, and I, I apologize to the dear listeners at home for being a corporate shill, but you know it's it's important to me. This this game is quite cool.
1: I'm excited for no better reason than I want to know how the hell this thing works, <laughs> and I love the premise. If it's an easily accessible RPG mm-hmm. using some freaking story story cubes. Ha, ah, I'm in. It
2: it's very cool. It's it's one of the reasons that yeah, that, that, that my my journey has taken me back across the Atlantic again. So yeah, as 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 you mentioned, I've sort of been on this insane journey over the last few years. My latest destination is here. I am in Belfast now in uh, Northern Ireland, so officially part of the United Kingdom, but it is part of the island of Ireland. It all makes sense if you look into it from a geographical standpoint. You're in the Isle of Isle. <laughs> yes. But yeah, basically, so I've I've ended up in, in Northern Ireland working for a company called the Creativity Hub. Uh, of course, last time we spoke, I was uh, at Game Salute. Right. You know, I, I was working over there, helping out, doing little bits and bobs, and I got the, the call from Rory of Rory Story Cubes fame to say, hey, I'm basically putting together a dream team and I went, why are you calling me then? Which (laughs) frankly it weirded me out a little bit I've never really been sought out for my gaming development or design skills. Obviously, I, I, I have some sort of level of talent. I've made games, I've published games.
1: Incredibly knowledgeable, obviously.
2: Actually, that's probably one of my most positive things. I have a ludicrous knowledge of gaming stuff. But Rory basically said, do you want to come and embark on an insane project and help the Creativity Hub make games. And this is not a dismissive thing, not just normal games, but games that have importance loaded into them, games that have meaning. The very important thing is the game must be good, the game must be fun, the game must be replayable, really but we also want the games to have this sort of, they kind of need to have a heart to them. And a lot of the things that we're working on at the moment, whether it's the, uh, the upcoming Rory Story Cube's driven RPG, or other mysterious projects that I can't say a massive amount of stuff about, but they all, at their very centre, have this sort of intrinsic level of feeling, a sort of level of heart and, and emotion and importance about them. You know, it's not just putting dudes on a map, it's not just laying trains on a board. If you want to play an excellent game and a fun game that's going to entertain you all at the table, wonderful, we got a thing for you. But If you want to look into the, the, the notes that we will we'll have with each game and see why we made it, it might sort of like strike a chord with you, it might sort of make you think. It's proving really interesting and I've never been more excited or hyped about going into the office every morning than I have been for the last three months. It's amazing.
1: That's a strong statement. One thing that really has me thinking is, I can't believe I'm such an idiot. It only makes sense that Rory Story Cubes is from Ireland. Since the name's Rory, I haven't really met anyone <laughs> who's not Irish with that name. Let's do the big reveal now. Mm. What is this game? What details can you give me? I love Rory Story Cubes, but I really love
2: RPGs. Mm-hmm. All right, so the the elevator pitch, uh, do I get a bing?
1: Oh, you want an elevator pitch? You got an elevator pitch if you want it. Are you prepared?
2: Uh, it's going to be a tall elevator, but here we go. Everything's cool.
1: Are you ready, sir? Because the elevator doors are about to open. You have one minute. Mm-hmm. Are you ready?
2: Good to go. OK the game is called untold adventures await and the idea is that you are playing the characters essentially in a TV series that you love a show that you love to watch but rather than being passive you're there in the action controlling it and driving it the game plays out over the course of five individual themes first scene is the danger where terror is established Uh, You roll your story cubes and by using those in combination with a deck of reaction cards, asking questions and performing actions, you will live out this episode and eventually story arcs appear over the course of a series of episodes in worlds designed by you and your amazing colleagues. Is that 60 seconds?
1: Wow! You had five seconds to spare. You got off at like floor 28 instead of floor 30. <laughs> that was impressive, sir.
2: Adam, I, I thought it was a bit rambly, but there you go.
1: No, not at all. So let me ask, how many times have you given that
2: pitch? That was the first one made up top of my head. <laughs>
1: Characters on your favorite television show. So yeah. that automatically gives you a full range because it can be anything from Gilligan's Island.
0: Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a-
1: to lost in space. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, No, Will Robinson.
2: To the Bachelor. Or something that you make up yourself. Yeah. So I've been testing the game over the last three months or so. The game has actually been in development for the last two years, more than two years. Um, so
1: this predates your employment at the Creativity Hub.
2: Yeah. So it's a co-design between Rory, who is of course of Story Cube's fame, Irish, and uh, another gentleman called John Fiore. John has been involved in script writing in TV and stuff like that. He's a he's cool person who does cool stuff.
1: Ooh. Any television shows we may have heard of? Uh, I
2: would... I need to... I can't think from the top of my head. No problem.
1: Scrap that. Just keep going then. So you've got John, you've got Rory, and they've been working on this before you and Patrick.
2: Yeah, so they came together. They made this this beautiful thing. John actually came up with this idea first, and he came to Rory and said, hey, I've made this basically, you know, a storytelling RPG using your cubes. Do you want to give it a shot? Rory liked it so much he sort of essentially picked it up and said, let's make this into something amazing. We've run adventures in messed up versions of Scooby-Doo. We've done... Westworld, like a, a, a we've done horror. I'm trying to work out if it's wow. possible to do to essentially do an adventure set in the world of podcasting. I think it might be doable. <laughs> With the Kickstarter campaign, we're going to be doing some playthroughs so people can watch us actually play through a a whole episode. Brilliant. And if I can do a podcast one, I will do it. So, you never know. I might be starring as International Man of Mystery Alan Girding from the Tuesday Night Podcast on an upcoming adventure. We'll see. Ah!
0: We'll set your sights on four, for I'm a cunning
1: linguist. That's my Sean Connery. Anyway. (laughs) I've got so many questions. Are you ready for my questions? Go for it. Fire away. Totally family friendly, I'm assuming.
2: It can be as family friendly or as family unfriendly as you like.
1: Are there going to be modules that come with the game? Oh,
2: everything you need is included in the box, including a set of story cubes. That's
1: the next question. Components, it has unique story cubes. These are cubes from any, not seen in any of the other Rory story cubes.
2: Uh, Actually, it is the base set of story cubes. So it gives you the most options Available Because, of course, all of the other sets that have been released over the last few years, they're themed. Right. But what's nice is if you do have those story cubes sort of sitting around your house. Oh, just you just
1: plug them right in?
2: Yeah, because all you need is is nine Eight. story cubes from any set. So you can so theme good. them however you like. If you want to go back to, like, you know, 10,000 years BC, uh, 10 million years BC or whatever, pick up the uh, the Prehistoria set. Nine. Take three of them out. Put those three in. If you want to go to space, use these. Use the Astro set. It's really, really cool. So that's how you essentially modularize your uh, your setup. One thing that we did, which was really cool, we have these uh, the Story World sets, like the license sets. So we've done like a Batman adventure. Nice. Uh, we have Adventure Time. So you know, oh, you, me, Finn, and Jake go off on an adventure around the land of Ooh and mess things up in style. It yeah, it's really, really sort of built to be whatever kind of adventure oh, you want to go on. If you can imagine anything, you build the world that you want to play in, which is really cool.
1: Let's suppose I have a module of Dungeons and Dragons. Would there be cubes for that mm-hmm. that I could just kind of plug in that story and use the mechanics for this?
2: Yeah, there's Fantasia sets, uh, you know, goblins and orcs that you can go off and fight. And nice. yeah, it's, it's, it's all there. Whatever, literally whatever your imagination can do, it's available to you in the game. And I've been really surprised to see my first couple of plays as ever, you know, I'm going to try and get in there and break it as much as possible because that's yeah. what you know. Game designers try to do. We like messing about.
1: Stress test it. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It was so in- it was so solid to begin with. We've barely tinkered with it. And, and you know we sent out copies, you know playtest copies, to 30 different people, you know 30 different playtest groups around the world, just to sort of like get opinions from them and see if they needed any further tinkering with. And the adventures and stories that they've come back with have been just so incredibly wide ranging. It just gives me so much faith in the the level of quality of this game. see, I'm just, I'm completely hyped about it.
1: I know this is a visual thing and it's all these questions I probably have will be answered in an instant with a Kickstarter. Mm. But I want to visualize this since I don't have it in front of me. What kind of box are we looking at? And inside, how big's the book to explain the system?
2: Uh, The rule book, I think, runs to... So we're still finalizing like the layout and everything on it. Of course. But I think it runs to like eight pages. Oh, wow.
1: It's that simple. It ain't
2: massive. What's really nice is the, the entire thing is essentially icon-driven, so everybody has a little sort of cheat card in front of them like sort of tarot card size that has uh, a series of icons on it and the uh, five different scenes, you flip the first scene, the danger one, to begin the story and it has a set of icons on it and as a group you choose one of those story cubes to represent a location. You know, it might be a castle tower, it might be the control tower of a space station, it might be the air traffic control tower of an airport, all driven from one image of like a little sort of like castle keep on one of the cubes. You then have like a threat that you will have to experience. And then it's after that initial setup that you develop your characters again, either imagining them from your, you know, pulling them from your head or rolling cubes and coming up with a quick character that has no stats. It's all about the kind of person you are. And you have a couple of abilities that you begin with. And as stories progress, you get more and more abilities as you go through more episodes. Yeah, it's stripped back with a massive focus on interaction between the players and the stories that you're telling as a collective group.
1: So, what's the playtime then? If I want to get in and have a nice session with my friends?
2: Okay, play count between uh, you can play as a solo, um, Ah! but we recommend you know three or four is probably better. On top of that, playtime is between 45 and 60 minutes per episode, and let's say a, a full season of episodes is seven or
1: eight. Nice. If I wanted to keep on going long ass campaigns is that a possibility too? Mm-hmm. So I can just go from one season to the next season to the next season?
2: Yeah so once a character hits their eighth episode we kind of encourage you to retire them but right. that doesn't mean that they're not going to be involved in the stories anymore. They attain this sort of legendary status in the in the universe that you're playing in and uh, with that legendary status they, they might come back as sort of like the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of thing you know. Right. <laughs> they, but- they, they, they will appear in your future story so you're encouraged to sort of go back and sort of have them come in, talk to you give you advice, you know, you're not playing them per se but you can still go back to that universe and tell different stories in that universe whenever you want to, because after all, this is your game that you're making.
1: This sounds like the ultimate gateway into heavier RPGs because it's the easy access. I have to admit, the thing that keeps me from playing any role playing games, obviously, huh. is the setup, the time commitment, the planning Last time I was GMing a role-playing game, it was Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, second edition. Mm-hmm. I literally spent no fewer than 10 hours in preparation earlier in the week for a three-hour play session that happened on Saturday nights. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, The idea of getting you into the game immediately. I mean, you, yeah, you don't even start with a character. The character happens after you've established the, you know, the initial danger. And then as you go on through, you know, intrigue happens, confrontations, and it all builds towards this, like, this epic, action-filled showdown. It's making it as easy for people to get into a quality storytelling experience as they can.
1: When's the Kickstarter launching?
2: It is Tuesday, May the 16th. So today...
1: Oh my goodness, that's perfect! Because the show (laughs) releases on Tuesday. It's Tuesdays. (laughs) Tuesdays
2: are always the best days. I'm hoping by now I'm sort of like, yeah, I'm I'm probably sat at a computer, like Future Michael is like biting his, biting his nails, like rampantly hitting F5 on the keyboard, even though we all know the Kickstarter updates automatically. I know in my heart that this game is bloody amazing. And I, I just hope that I can get that across to as many people as possible.
1: I think you're doing a decent job right now, for sure. What's the buy-in? $25. <laughs> it's
2: nothing. <laughs> because
1: it comes with tarot cards you said the dice the
2: rules it comes with uh, yeah it comes with like a a deck of 15 reaction cards the five individual scenes are like these uh, they're all printed on these thick chunky tiles so there are six of each of those to make a total of 30 different individual scenes and they all inlay into this beautiful thick board they're all die cut so you can put the story cubes into them so they don't shake around don't move around everything we have gone all out on this thing to make it as amazingly produced as possible this is no sort of eh. we're going in hot where everything is awesome to begin with and it's taken a lot of work but we are insanely proud of it
1: (laughs) now this is cool anything that makes more people come to the tabletop industry i'm all about and that's one thing i got to give credit to rory cubes for doing is i see those all over the place all over the Mm -hmm. place so if that gets people thinking oh what else can i play i'm all for it (laughs) toot sweet Let's talk about the circle of life. From Ireland to Ireland. Now, here's me and my fandom for you, sir, and you correct me if I'm wrong. Go for it. Born in Ireland, yes? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. West Coast, Galway. Oh, yes.
1: Moved to England at a pretty early age. Mm Mm-hmm. How old were you?
2: Depending on which of my parents you believe, it was either a couple of months or a couple of years, but I certainly, I remember going to nursery school in the UK, so that was probably when I was around four.
1: Then you fell in love with games, Mm -hmm. and you started podcasting with the Little Metal Dog Show, yeah? Mm -hmm. That's where I fell in love with you. Oh, bless you, bless you. (laughs) You started doing voice talent for Kickstarters and then from being a voice talent, man, a man of many faces, Kickstarter voice talent, you decided I can do this and so you started Sprocket Games and started publishing your own games. I shouldn't say your own games, but you were your own publishing company for other people's games, Mm -hmm. yes? Mm -hmm. And then you got the call from Game Salute, which moved you over to america
2: Mm -hmm.
1: your time with game salute came to an end Mm -hmm. so here's the burning question the burning question that everyone wants to know what happened with game
2: salute it's basically i have always lived with this idea in my head that if something amazing offers itself to you then you should seize that opportunity with both hands and strangle it and grab it by its throat and crush it until it screams I mean, no, yeah, basically, it, 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 this was an opportunity to work with two people that I have a lot of time in my heart for, Rory and Patrick. I've both known for years and years and years. And you know, if you spoke to me ten years ago and said, "Hey, guess what? You're gonna get to work with two people that you absolutely love and an incredibly supportive team," I would probably have just gone, "Nah, mate, that's never gonna happen. No I'm way. gonna be, you know, stuck in an office for the rest of my life." And yeah, I, I you know, I, I spoke to Dan. Dan Yarrington. L- at Game Salute, this whole opportunity basically came while he was away on a business trip in China. Came back and we had a good sit down and I sort of, I said, look, this is an opportunity I can't turn down. It was not an opportunity that I took lightly. You know, it's another transatlantic move. But one cool thing about this, this has given me the opportunity to earn a good wage from doing a job that I love. I am excited that I, I have this opportunity to make games that I think people are going to love, that I think people are going to find meaning and importance in.
1: It's so good to hear just people out there that have a passion and that passion naturally becomes a career because you've just been this big fan of board games in it and you have a supportive partner that has followed you this entire time and now it's amazing. This is a, this is a good story. It's inspirational, man.
2: I just, I just wonder what I, would, what I did to be lucky enough to have somebody so tolerant of like, hey, fancy moving across the Atlantic? Fancy doing it again? Awesome. <laughs>
1: Maybe it's karma because of all the back crap that you've had to go through in your life. How is your back doing?
2: Oh, it's wretched. It's really bad. Yeah, for folks who who have not listened to me on, on this show before, I have a degenerative spinal disorder, which means that I am in a lot of pain most of the time.
1: You would never know, you always seem at the very top of your game, and the very worst I've seen you, you've just said, sorry, on my way, need to lie down. Hey, what's the name of the game? When's the Kickstarter?
2: Let's hear it one more time. All right, final big pitch. It is called Untold Adventures Await. But just call it Untold. It's a lot easier. Campaign launches on Tuesday, May the 16th. That's Runs day. through till June the 8th. And yes, we're going to be putting up videos and stuff of us playing it and, and friends of ours playing it as well as the campaign goes on. But if folks are at the UK Games Expo on that first weekend of June, we will be there at the show sort of doing games, playing through them people can come and sit down and and experience their own episodes. We'll also have some preview stuff of some other things that we're working on as well. So if people want to hook up with us and find us there, then uh, yeah, they can check out all of the weird stuff that we're working on.
1: What's the best way for our listeners, our knaves, if you will, to follow you?
2: That Twitter machine, at IdleMichael, I-D-L-E-M-I-C-H-A-E-L, and as I am now a corporate shill of the highest order, uh, you can get us on our uh, company Twitter as well, which is Creativity underscore hub
1: anything else you want to tell our listeners
2: uh just that you are a beautiful beautiful person
1: Thanks, Michael. You know, I feel the same way. It's a genuine two-way street here. I'm Alan Gerding. I'm on the tweets and the Facebook as well, at Alan Gerding, A-L-A-N-G-E-R, ding. If you want to write us, you can send your emails to podcast at TuesdayNightGames.com. You can also follow us on the Twitter. We're at PlayTKG. And you can also sign up for a newsletter at uh, TuesdayNightGames.com. Check us out. Whatever. With that being said, this episode is...
2: Kevin